0: to Leap Into Your Story podcast, where you discover your inner story, break down the process and meet others who've done it so you can leap into your own story. We interview amazing guests who provide powerful insights that inspire you to get your story told. Be sure to visit our website at leapintoyourstory.com, And while you're there, subscribe and like us via your favorite social media network. Now sit back. Get ready to take some notes, and let's get started. This episode of Leap Into Your Story podcast is brought to you by Leap Into Your Story course. Visit leapintoyourstory.com where you have a guide to get your story told.
1: I'm Victoria Anderson, and welcome to Leap Into Your Story podcast where you discover your inner story story work through the process, and meet others who've done it. We interview amazing guests who provide powerful insights that will inspire you to leap into your own story. Be sure to visit our website at leapintoyourstory.com. And while you're there, subscribe and like us via your favorite social media network. And this episode, I will be talking about Angels and Demons, and the experiences I've written about from my second book, Trial by Fire. This is a second part of a three-part series about my life and writing journey about paranormal experiences. Now, as far as angels and demons, I never really gave it much thought. I suppose they they existed, but you know, never really interested me enough to explore that particular um, subject, yeah, either either or. But something all changed in 2004, and that was mainly because I did experience both angels and demons. Uh, that particular year and thereafter. So one of the most, um, asked questions that I get when, um, people ask me about angels and demons is, you know, what do angels look like and what were the experiences you've had and what do demons look like and where did you see them, uh, Tell, tell me about that. So first off, I'll start with angels. Um, my first experience with an angel was when I was having a business with my husband in LA. We had an antique business and the Unfortunate person who decided to come in and rob us or attempt to rob us was uh, had kind of put this all into motion It was a quiet day that afternoon, and I had decided to clean some fine jewelry there wasn't anybody in the store. And I don't know how this person. Seemed to pick the right day because that was something I hardly ever did. Uh, However, there was a customer that came in. He was well-dressed and seemed very interested in some of our merchandise. I really didn't have too much, um, I guess, bad feeling about him at first. He did have a smell of alcohol coming from him and was a little unsteady with his standing. However, some of um, our employees and my husband had a bad feeling to the point that, um, you know, my husband wanted to come and warn me about this particular person. So after several unsuccessful attempts at trying to stick my fine jewelry in his pocket, he decided to take a more aggressive approach and pulled a gun on me. I thought for sure I was going to be done that day. Um, there There was a customer near me. She saw that. All go down and screamed and started to cry and that was almost my confirmation going well this is the end it's going to end for me today but when I didn't feel any bullets or I didn't hear any clicking um, of his gun because I had my eyes closed just accepting the kind of the the moment for what it was I noticed he was staring up and seemed to be talking to somebody or at least acknowledging what they were saying with this head nodding motion. I looked up. I didn't see anything but vintage chandeliers hanging up there at first. But when I... Moved my gaze downward back toward him and looked back up. I now saw what the robber guy was looking at. It was an eight foot tall angel. No wings, no white gown, but he was wearing a gown. And from what I can tell, it was male. Uh, was a pale green, almost chiffon-looking material. And this gunman saw saw the angel first and apparently was having a conversation with him. Uh, And must have been a pretty good conversation because the guy with the gun decided to leave after that conversation with the angel. So that was my first experience. Um, the next experience came later the same year when I was shipping some items out from our online business a couple of days before Christmas. And I was at our main post office that stayed up fairly late. Um, I think they closed at eight or maybe even later that because they had different uh christmas time hours and when i went to go into the post office there was a gentleman that was coming out and he held the door for me which seemed like a nice polite courteous gesture however When I looked him in the eyes, I got an icy cold chill throughout my body. It was like ice water had now replaced my blood in my veins. It was from head to toe, chilling right through the core of me. I went into the post office. There was quite a long line it was slow moving but at some point it did um move fairly quickly and i was almost to the counter when i looked back and it had been probably almost a half an hour maybe maybe a little bit less and there was that same guy staring at me waiting for me to leave the post office I knew this guy was trouble. I wasn't quite sure what to do about it. But when I got up to the clerk who was mailing this, and of course, this was before automated um, machines, or actually, they had just started coming in, but you had to stand in that line and wait. So, by the way, in case anybody was asking about that, <laughs> I asked the clerk if it was possible. If somebody can walk me out to the car and he says, you know, normally that's not a problem, but it's Christmas time. We're already working double shift and we don't have anybody to go out there and do that. So I was sort of left trying to figure out a plan. Um, I was ready to go to battle. I knew this guy had very bad intentions for me. And after I was done with the post office and had to go back out to that fairly dark parking lot, I armed myself with the sharpest keys through my hands and had just prepared myself for one-on-one combat. Thankfully, he was not there. (laughs) He had left. But it left me a little bit unnerving. I decided not to go to the post office at night. And a couple days after Christmas, I did have to do another shipping run for our business and went early in the morning, around 8, 8.30. Well, again, I used the main post office and I walked through the, the lobby. I was the only one pretty much in that post office and parked in that parking lot. So when I felt... This faint brushing against my arms, I was a little, and didn't see anybody, thought that was kind of weird. I kept walking in, and I was almost to the main door, because in this particular post office, the parking lot's fairly far away from the main office, and then you had a row of uh, PO boxes. Well, now the sensation of material brushing wasn't only on my right side, but I could feel material, some sort of material as somebody was walking side by side on either uh, side of me was brushing up against me. Again, I looked around, I didn't see anything. But the the sensation kept. Even though I didn't see anything, I kept feeling this sensation. So I happened to look down again at where I felt it. And this time it was a little different. I could see the white trim of some material. And when I looked up, I actually saw who and what was beside me. And it was two of them. Again, they were eight foot tall angels or at least something that looked like angels (laughs) based on what we've been informed of from from, uh, other accounts and they had long white hair all the way down to the bottom of their gown Uh, they both had a very long skinny beard that again reached to the full length of their white gowns no wings, and they were almost cherub like faces, like they were young boy faces on on very tall men's body, and the blueness of their eyes was just incredibly dark. I'd never seen any type of eye color that particular blue. And they both had they were almost they looked like twins. So a pair of twins uh basically guarding me as I made my way into the post office. I did find out later, like a couple months um afterward when they flashed a on the local news and an expose Uh, To be on the lookout for the Haskell rapist serial killer. And sure enough, that was the guy that gave me the icy chills and was stalking me in the post office. Uh, He was very similar to, to my surprise about a phenomena called the man in my dream, where People have seen this particular, I don't know if it's an archetype, but he certainly did look like um, the notorious man in the dream. I don't know if they're connected or not, but I'm glad that I was not added to that list of victims. Now, as far as the demons, I did happen to see it that same year. It was a popular year for angels and demons uh this was about uh august of 2004 and there was some uh strange things going on that particular month with our business people we knew it was just odd even animals our animals were exceptionally frightened that year and my husband had attributed it to fireworks and i said uh, it's not first time some jackass throws um you know a firecracker they're pretty immune something else is going on and and there was so this particular morning looked like any other morning except for there was a just a strangeness in the house um i did notice some slimy substance that showed up um, from my washer, an upward splatter, that I didn't quite identify. Shortly afterwards, when I was getting ready to, for my day to go into the store, the hot water, which we never had hot water, it was a 1950s uh, ranch house with old galvanized piping and If you got warm water, you were pretty lucky. But in this particular shower, there happened to be something going on with my third eye. It's like I I had my eyes closed in the shower, but they were wide open in some other dimension that I could see. And there was a door, a white light coming to me, which as as we've all been trained in, educated in, usually a white light is fairly a good thing, you know, unless you're on your way out and you, that's the exit sign. But uh, this particular white light had a person coming toward me, and it, it was a just a casual saunt, nothing alarming. However, When I got close enough for me to actually look at the face and try to identify who this person, it had glowing, it would look male, had glowing eyes. And the next thing I knew, it flapped wings and lunged for me. And it was attacking my right side of my neck. I was screaming because I'm sure this thing was ripping my throat apart. Um, the hot, the water, which was now lukewarm, became scalding hot. Scalding. Uh, it quickly steamed up our little teeny tiny bathroom. My husband had to come in um, to try to get me out of there. I had turned off the hot water valve, but the cold water. Valve was still on and I couldn't get it because that too had become scalding hot as well. So now I was trapped in the shower. My husband was going, just turn off the damn water. Not so simple. So when he reached in to try to shut it off, he knew something was wrong because the cold water valve was scalding high. He couldn't turn it off. So he got me out of there with some towels, turned it off with another towel, and I kept trying to get the the, uh, steam off the mirror so I can check my neck to see how many puncture wounds there had been. Uh, To my surprise, there was none. However, when he changed out the towel that was around me, There were two big diagonal claw marks on my back. About, and when I looked in, they were probably about a good inch and a half that were swollen. And apparently, whatever had flew out at me just lifted off and took off and left at least some physical evidence in addition to the scalding hot water. I did not know what that thing was until my husband brought a, a puzzle home that he had picked up at a thrift store. And I just about fainted when I saw the cover because that is what attacked me. And across the puzzle, it said Mothman. So... I never heard of a Mothman, but apparently they they are part of urban legend and definitely part of the demon uh, population. So those are my tales of angels and demons. And you can find more about uh, those encounters in my book, Trial by Fire. So with that, um, I want to just leave you some food for thought. I hope you only experience the fun part of the unseen world and not so much the uh, fun part of that. But just keep tuning in. I will be going into my third and final part for my next book. I do want to thank you for tuning into the Leap Into Your Story podcast, where you discover your inner story, work through the process, and meet others who've done it so you can be guided in your journey to write your story. So remember to visit our website at leapintoyourstory.com and enjoy even more great episodes like this one. Again, while you're there, subscribe and like us via your favorite social media network we are looking forward to seeing you next time here on the leap into your story podcast
0: thank you for tuning into the leap into your story podcast where you discover your inner story break down the process and meet others who've done it so you can leap into your own story remember to visit our website at leapintoyourstory.com and enjoy even more great episodes like this one. Again, while you're there, subscribe and like to us via your favorite social media network. We're looking forward to seeing you next time on the Leap Into Your Story podcast.